There are legends round here, even if only in their own minds. Forgotten, but not dead. Some have tried to stop them, but they keep coming back. Coming to entertain you. They are the Crystal Lake Soldiers. Welcome back to the Crystal Lake Soldiers podcast. My name's Isaiah, joined tonight by Mark and Ted. How are you guys doing this weekend? I am Bill S. Preston Esquire, and he is Ted Theodore Theodore Logan. Logan. (laughs) And we are Wild Stallion. (laughs) Oh, good Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, man. That fucking teaser drop for Bill and Ted. And I tell you, the hype is fucking real, bud. It, it is amazing. So <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah, that, it's that... a little dark, but it's cool. <laughs> I see muscled up villain. They're jacked up versions in prison. That was great. <laughs> oh my god, it was so good. That was like the one bright spot of this whole week was getting that trailer finally. I was so pumped to finally see it. Did, did you now guys we... get did y'all, did y'all understand the significance of when it was released? I really wasn't June paying 9th, attention. June 9th, 6-9. Remember? <laughs> Jeez, 69, dudes! That's exactly... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't even think about that. That's great. <laughs> oh, See, that's... now we just need the damn movie theaters to open up. Because I don't want to sit on my couch and watch this when it comes out. Nope, I I definitely hear you there. I'm right there with you. Theater, I'm going to buy the home video release. Yeah, listen here. Movie companies, AMC, and etc. I'll buy the biggest fucking meal package you have. I'll go in there and spend $100 that night. I want to watch this movie. I'm buying beer. I'm buying nachos. I'm buying popcorn. Let's fucking do this. Amen yes. to that. <laughs> Heck yeah. I know like our theaters around here are getting to the point where they're going to be starting to open up here shortly. We got like this dine-in theater that's going to be opening up. I believe the middle of this month, uh, like in about a week or so. They may have moved it to like July 1st, but I, I know it's opening within like the next between week to two weeks. Um, so that's great. And that's a good sign that other theaters are going to start following as we begin to open up more around here. Cause I want to get back to watching movies. I, I got shit to do other than work, so I want to get back to going to the theaters and watching movies. That's what I would love to be able to do right now. That would be great. Well, when you get when you get your vinegar syndrome order, you'll have a lot of movies to watch. If I get my vinegar syndrome order, it's going on week three now. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna get it. Stop, <laughs> stop with that. You don't Negative know. <laughs> you don't know you for sure. A, you gotta be a positive. Poly, a positive <laughs> poly. I don't even know if that's a thing. I don't know either, Ted. I really don't. But that's all right. Well, what have you guys been up to this last week? Stop being negative. You okay? Watched uh, 
Intruder, not the not the slasher film from the eighties, which is an awesome movie, but the one from twenty sixteen. Okay. I watched that Friday night. It was one of my Shout Factory movies that I bought with their out of print sale. And uh it had a great build up, but the ending sucked. I I hated the ending. <laughs> All right. It's like it built up to nothing. Uh, not not to spoil anything, but it's like okay, so this guy is hiding out in this woman's apartment or house, whatever it is, and she doesn't know. You know, he's in there and like he's going through her stuff while she sleeps and all this other stuff. You know, it's just it's just it's creepy. You know, I mean, if somebody's doing that, you know, and you're sleeping. In this whole movie, you feel like it's going to build up to like this big confrontation because you know that's what you're looking forward to. You're like, oh, she's going to find out towards the end, and there's going to be a big chase and this and that. No, no, none of that. The movie basically just ends. Really? She, she yeah, she she's a, she's laying down in bed. Like he killed her boyfriend. He was going to go somewhere. He was leaving her house, but before he could leave, she was in the shower, and he sneaks up behind her boyfriend, stabs him, and hides his body under her bed. But anyway, so in the end, she's in her bed. She sneezes, and then the guy who's broken into her house, he says, bless you. And then the credits roll, and it's just like, that's it? (laughs) Really? (laughs) I was angry. I was like, this whole buildup for nothing. And I'm just like... Man, what a waste of money. <laughs> That's right. I, <laughs> oh, I was God. like, I should have just watched the 80s version or the 80s intruder. That one at least is freaking that's a great slasher film. Right. But this movie, my goodness, what a disappointment. I don't think I've ever been that angry with the movie in years where I'm just sitting there, I'm just like, really? There there's there's a there's a mid credit scene. But it, it it doesn't fix the movie. It just adds to the crappiness of the freaking ending. It was it was a waste of time. It was a build up to nothing. It was a waste of time. I I don't recommend it at all. Okay. <laughs> Ted says, "Don't check it out." <laughs> don't. I mean, how hard is it to? F- I mean, you have all this other stuff in the movie. It's a great build up. I'm I'm you know I'm on the edge of my edge of my seat there i'm like oh it's gonna be great it's gonna be great she's gonna realize you know something's gonna happen she's gonna realize so she's gonna find her boyfriend's dead body under the bed or or you know something's gonna happen it's gonna tip her off that she's not alone mm-hmm. no nothing i'm just like <sighs> it's like i wasted a friday night watching this movie <laughs> that's funny i mean it sucks I could have been it's like, funny I could, I could have been like smoking meth or something i don't know <laughs> Wow, that's an extreme. (laughs) It wouldn't have been a waste of a Friday night. (laughs) Well, that's the dream, isn't it? (laughs) Jesus. All kidding aside, it's just, it was such a disappointment. I was just like, uh. Yeah. But last night I watched Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, so that really made up for it. (laughs) Definitely. That always makes up for it. And I got together with my, I was able to get together with my family and have the memorial for my uncle, which was nice, finally. Yeah. Glad that was finally able to happen. Yeah. And had some good food, too. Fried chicken, bunt cake. Nice. Good food's always good. good. Yep. 
Definitely. So that's pretty much my weekend. Okay, cool. What about you, Mark? Uh, I've been playing other than working because that's like 99,000% of my time. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've been playing a lot of Outer Worlds. Uh, the game's pretty good. It's it's a lot like an an older Fallout with like newer graphics and everything. Mm-hmm. It's I, I like it better than Fallout Four because I think the story's better. You get to uh, you're you're like a a space cowboy pretty much. You get to explore other planets and space stations and all that. Um. I watched last night. We watched the uh, movie Satanic Panic with uh, Re- Rebecca Romaine. Okay, it was it was pretty good, but is pretty similar to Ted. It was the ending was stupid. It was like it was like really good <laughs> and fun. It was like off the walls, uh, uh, over the top gore and crazy. Uh, unbelievable satanic activity going on in this town and then the last like the last act at the very end they got to like the ritual that they were building up to and it was just fucking stupid <laughs> i don't understand that that seems to be a problem with a lot of mo- a lot of new movies today is these these people are trying to put their own twist on something but don't stop it it's not good it makes the movie crappy just just Keep doing what works. Have an yeah. exciting ending or something, you know? Right. Don't have a girl in freaking bed sneeze and then have her intruder go, bless you, and then credits roll. It's stupid. <laughs> so it's like, I mean, they were doing a ritual. I'm trying not to spoil any of it to anybody, but they were doing a ritual. They were summoning uh, a specific uh, demon, and like they did their line of salt around the ritual and then somebody got killed and fucked up the salt line so you see that and you're thinking there's gonna be this badass uh fucking demon come up and just eat everybody or something like that and that doesn't happen it's just it's basically like a a demonic little girl comes out but she's not even that scary or demonic she just laughs and she's covered in blood and that's it it was fucking stupid. Wow. Was so How disappointing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so is this Mark saying don't check it out? <laughs> I mean, it's better than what the, like, so I was trying to explain to my girlfriend how uh, ratings on horror movies really are. Because usually if you go to, like, uh, Rotten Tomatoes or you go, like, on to the I don't know. So if you go on to the movie rental place and look at the ratings, generally a horror movie in my experience with good ratings is a shitty movie and vice versa. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we looked at it. It was on PlayStation network. It had one star and I was like, it looks just from the trailer. It looks way better than one star. And then we went to look at it. We were looking at shutter and it was there on shutter and it had four stars. And so I was trying to explain to her, these movies are rated by people that actually like horror movies. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, it was, it, I would, I'd give it like a two and a half out of five stars. It was, it was entertaining until the end just was boring. I just wanted to yeah. stop watching it. I just can't get behind a movie that 
just craps out on the ending. You have a build up to nothing. I hate that. It's like I wasted right. my time. I hear that. I can't. I can't. Just I, I can't recommend <laughs> Intruder 2016. I do recommend Intruder 1989. That movie's awesome. Yeah, that's one I actually haven't even seen. Um, I gotta definitely check that out because it's been on my radar for a while to to check the the eighties one out, but I just haven't gotten around to it. Oh man, it's great. You got Sam Raimi in a role, Ted Raimi in a role. You got oh, uh, a Bruce Campbell has a small role at the end. It's a slasher <laughs> movie that takes place in the convenience store or not convenience store grocery store okay after hours it's awesome special effects are great man greg nicotero that was like one of their first i think that was like that might have been his first movie like by himself that you know he did the okay. effects for like his company or whatever if i remember correctly they did a great job man. it's some brutal stuff man all right yeah i definitely got to check that one out yes definitely cool well um my week was i did a lot of movie watching this week uh i i did continue playing uh some fallout 4 and a little bit of destiny but especially this weekend a lot of movie watching um i did finally watch the vinegar syndrome vsa release of savage dawn which i highly recommend it is by far my favorite Vinegar Syndrome release thus far. It's so good. It's so, like, 80s campy, like, explosions. Like, Lance Henriksen has some of the best one-liners I've ever heard in my life. It's <laughs> it's just a great, great movie. And then, on top of that, uh, I did watch The Last Drive-In, which this episode of The Last Drive-In was all Joe Bob, basically, in the movies. Uh, the first movie was called scare package and these were two new releases that they did on the last drive and so this this was kind of like a new thing for them where they were doing never before released movies so um one that's newer one that wasn't and so the scare package was actually an anthology movie which i'm not a big fan of anthology movies but this one was actually pretty good it was a lot of fun it was um one that premiered at a film festival and so it was definitely independent made. It wasn't like some big budget or not necessarily big budget, but, you know, company made movie. And so mm-hmm. you had these nine segments, which is makes it even more different. Because usually when you think of an anthology movie, you think like three, four segments or something like that. No, there was like nine segments. And the inner between story actually counted as one of the segments. Um, the stuff that kind of happens in the beginning and in between everything and at the very end, it, it actually turns out to be one um, one of the segments, which is kind of cool. And uh, uh, the thing with this episode of The Last Drive-In is both movies featured Joe Bob in roles in these movies. So Scare Package, he showed up at the very end as kind of like the guy to save the day, but he doesn't save the day, unfortunately. <laughs> they kill Joe Bob. That almost made me <laughs> upset. Like, my hero. He just killed my hero. <laughs> but then um, the second movie is actually one that they've been trying to do for a while now. At least Darcy has. Um, they actually 
And there's a huge whole story behind this whole thing, but the movie Hogzilla that was made back in 2007, it actually stars Joe Bob. Joe Bob is like the like the main character in this movie, and so <laughs> they it was like a, a movie that they shot, but they never completed. They never finished editing it or anything. So they actually contacted the writer, director, producer that made the movie to get the movie so that it could be finished. And so Austin Jennings, who um, is the director, writer of Last Drive-In, assisted with getting it completed. And uh, Darcy, the male girl, did a lot of the legwork to get everything put together for this so that they could show it. Joe Bob wasn't having it because it's such a terrible movie. And it's it's not a good movie. But it's it's so lowbrow and so bad that it's good. Uh, It's kind of one of those movies where it's like you can watch it once. And I don't know if you'd want to watch it again. But the experience itself, because Joe Bob is like the main character in this in this movie, just playing this backwoods redneck whose son gets killed by the Hogzilla and everything. And so he's out to hunt it. It just—it's so out there, but it's so good. So it's—it's it's definitely not a good movie by any means, but it's so worth seeing, especially if you watch the last drive-in episode with it, because it just makes it that much better, and it's so good. Uh, Darcy's the first person in Joe Bob history who's been able to do the drive-in totals that hasn't been Joe Bob. So that was another um, nice little. Oh, wow. Thing that happened there so that was good because joe bob has never seen the finished product like for this episode he was kind of you know throughout the episode watching it quote unquote even though we all know it's it's already pre-taped and everything but darcy got to do the the driving totals and everything kind of talk about the movie and all that and it was a lot of fun it was really kind of a cool way to do the episode and uh not necessarily take Joe Bob out of the spotlight because obviously he was starring in the movie, but it was, it was such a fun experience to be, to be able to be a part of that and be able to watch that. It was, if, if you have shutter and you haven't checked out this week's episode, definitely check it out for uh hogzilla. Cause that should be up there. I know scare package was a one-time deal for right now so that they don't have that available for streaming because it was, it was the premiere of it, but it will be back on shutter at a later date, so they'll have that drive-in episode portion at a later date available on Shutter. But definitely, Hogzilla should be up at some point here, probably by Monday um, of this week. So uh, definitely check that out if you haven't yet. It is a lot of fun. Just be ready because it's not a great movie, but it, it it is a lot of fun. So I definitely highly suggest checking it out. But beyond that, uh, I've been watching a lot of uh, TV, too, so a lot more of that 70s show. And uh, they released the new season of F is for Family, too, so I've binge-watched about half of that now. So I'm getting to the point of almost being done. I think I'm actually in, like, episode 7 of that, so... I saw hmm. the trailer for that. It looked hilarious. Oh, my God. It's my one of my favorite cartoons. It's so vulgar. Look, look, it's so look, good. Twins, Dad, you shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Before I put you through that fucking wall. <laughs> oh. Is the store going to give us another princess? <laughs> what if it's twins? Shut your mouth. 
Doesn't, doesn't he have a dream where he's like in a burning plane falling and his wife wakes him up and he's just like, oh man, I'm still alive. Yes, <laughs> yes that happens in the season. It's great. Oh man. Frank Murphy. He's so good. It's just so classic. I hate school. I hate my life too, but I'm not quitting. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It's so good. I, I, I suggest checking that out too. It's so funny. I think this season's probably my favorite season thus far of it. It's it's great. <laughs> well, before we get into talking uh discussing our topic for tonight, uh just one piece of news that's come out recently. And this is kind of going along with everything else that's kind of changed with everything going on in the world. But the Godzilla versus Kong movie was originally supposed to be coming out in uh, uh, November of this year. Uh, it's actually been pushed back, like a lot of movies have, into May of next year. So May 21st, 2021 is now when Godzilla versus Kong is going to be coming out. And it sucks. But, I mean, with everything kind of moving towards November and stuff, it's kind of becoming a little crowded for movies uh, coming out around that time. So, I'm plus, this is more of a blockbuster movie, so I don't mind this coming out more towards the beginning of summer anyways. So, it's probably yeah. going to be good for, for this movie to move to that time frame. I hate waiting even longer for it because I'm a huge Godzilla fan, but you know, it is what it is. Right. But, I, I, I'm... I, I'm hoping that it's just going to do it more justice moving it to that time frame because, like I said, it's more of a blockbuster movie anyways, so you're going to want to see a big blockbuster in the summertime, so this will be a good summertime movie, even though I do want to see it and I was looking forward to seeing it in November. It's just that's the cards that we've been dealt, unfortunately. So yay for May. Yay for Godzilla vs. Kong. At least it's not being pushed back a whole fucking year. So that's one good thing. So... Well, technically it has because the original date was March of this year, and then they pushed it back to November, and now it's pushed back to May. So uh, technically you're, it has you're right. Yeah, so. you're right. <laughs> oh, that just made me even more sad now. Thanks, Ted. Thanks for That's ruining my night. <laughs> hey, you got it, man. <laughs> what, what, what's a friend for? <laughs> oh, man. I have some wild news. Yeah. The original director for Ghoulies, which is such a freaking boring movie, him and the co-writer of uh, Ghoulies are trying to get a remake off the ground. Um, Apparently, they've been talking to Sony, which I had no idea Sony had the rights to Ghoulies, uh, MGM released on dvd and then shout factory put it out on blu-ray with the second movie mm-hmm. i just hope if it does happen they look at parts two and three because those movies are awesome and fun and not the first movie which is boring and, <laughs> and horrible right if they remake it if it goes through so hopefully they'll take into account what fans actually like <laughs> Instead of trying to do something the complete opposite, which is what fans don't like. Yeah, no, definitely. Don't make, boring, don't make a boring movie. I hate Ghoulies. I love Ghoulies 2 and 3. Ghoulies 4 is okay. It's subpar, but it's not Ghoulies 1. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
That's true. I was never a big fan of the Ghoulies movies. I, I definitely do agree with you that the first one is probably my least favorite of of if if you're talking about the first three. I haven't seen the fourth one, so I can't really speak for that one. But out of the, the you're not first, missing much. Okay, good. <laughs> I didn't figure out. It it's a Jim Wynorski movie, but it's not one of Jim's best. Right. Okay. Then the I'll two just, and three are awesome. I I I would definitely agree there. Yeah, I, I definitely wasn't a big fan of the first one. Um, but yeah, the second and third one definitely are 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 way better in in my opinion too. Yeah, that that could be interesting seeing a, a remake of that. So, I mean, not that we really need one, but no, nah, nobody's been clamoring for a Ghoulies remake. <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely not. But I will check it out just. If it ever happens, right? I so said they're they're trying to convince. From what I read, they're trying to convince Sony. So who knows? Yeah, it Part might of me doubt Sony's interested. <laughs> which makes me go, yeah. why do they even have the rights? I mean, if they have the rights to it, why? If they, I don't understand. I don't even understand <laughs> how they have the rights. I don't know how that happened. Yeah. Anyway, it's a strange world we live in. <laughs> well, that's the truth. <laughs> but. Yeah, so tonight we're going to be talking about Icon versus Icon. We're so we've had like Freddy versus Jason. We've obviously had like the Universe monsters going against each other. Even obviously Kong versus Godzilla, which we've seen multiple times as well. So we're going to be talking about different horror movie villains and if they were to have a mashup fight in the movie you know, who do we think would win or how do you think it would go? So we're just going to be casually just kind of talking about that tonight. Um, and yeah, so let's go ahead and get started. Uh, would you like to go first, Ed? I know you wanted to talk about your critters and uh, uh, gremlins. Oh, I thought we were doing like the roulette thing. Well, I mean, we might as well just start with that. Okay, whatever. Um. <laughs> uh, all right. So instead of doing the usual, and Michael versus this, Freddie, you know, whatever. I was like, what about Critters and Gremlins? Because they're owned by the same company, Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. And so there's an opportunity there. So I was like, which 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 would win? Would the Gremlins win or would the Critters win? So I put a lot of thought into this. Because I have no life. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I even did scientific research on the computer here. So you have the critters. They can form up and turn into a big ball and eat, strip something to its bones like really quickly. Yep. And they can shoot the poison darts. But the gremlins, their only weakness really is sunlight for the most part. I mean, they can multiply with water. So yep. I would say the gremlins would win because they would just overrun the critters <laughs> because I mean, they can't go out during the day. So that means the critters would have to go to them. Right. And you, know, you could just get wet and, and multiply, multiply, multiply. So, Man, this was shorter than what I thought it would be. So yeah, <laughs> so yeah, critters would lose, and plus they have the bounty hunters anyway going after the critters. Yeah, 
Oh, dude, I just got an idea for freaking Critters versus Gremlins movie. There you go. <laughs> make it happen, Warner Brothers, and don't make it stupid. I don't want my talking belts, Warner Brothers. Of course, it's stupid. <laughs> uh, gotta love Warner Brothers. Yeah, that could be good. Go. Well, I do. I, I work for their parent company. Oh, yeah, you do. I don't. <laughs> but that's a whole other story that we won't get into. Um, yeah, I mean, the Critters versus Gremlins could be good. But, yeah, I, I, I really think Gremlins would probably win that fight for the most part. Uh, yeah, hands down, man. I think they would just multiply, like Ted said, and just completely overwhelm the Critters. Yeah, I think with the multiplication factor, I, I think that would be an easy win for for the, the for them for sure for the gremlins. Well, um, because we also we don't know exactly how the critters reproduce. We know they lay eggs, but we don't yep. know how long the incubation is because you know the eggs that we see at the end of the first movie they don't hatch until part two, and that took place years later. So I don't know if if they're like regular eggs where you got to, they get it to be heated or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then when they, and they introduce that queen and critters attack, which that still doesn't make any sense to me. Right. <laughs> I like critters attack. It was a, it was a fun movie, but I just don't understand how a queen would work in that situation. It's obvious. She's not laying eggs like the alien xenomorphs from the alien franchise. So yeah, I don't know. I just, I give it to the gremlins and, Gremlins would win. Uh, yeah, I, I think I would definitely agree with that. Well, well, Plus, well, they would drink. They would drink the brain juice from part two and get smart anyway. There you go. <laughs> well, let, let's talk about something that might be a little bit harder. Um, so let's uh, contemplate here for a minute. What about Candyman versus the Tall Man from Phantasm? Because one, you've got Candyman who's basically just a ghost. But then with the tall man, he's like this other dimensional creature who just keeps coming back no matter how many fucking times you kill him. Um, Honestly, I think this would be one where the tall man would probably end up winning because if you factor in like the time travel aspect that they explored in the later movies, all the tall man would have to do is just go back in time and fucking kill him before he actually you know becomes candy man and whatnot how do, how do you really defeat the candy man though that's my question uh, so my thought would be because the i think the tall man would be more cunning and more uh you know more uh creative he seems to be more uh meticulous and planned out mm-hmm. i think he would probably find a way to imprison candy man at the very least right I like my time travel idea better. Let's go back and kill him in the womb. <laughs> oh man, I just can't. I can't say it. <laughs> but I mean, in, in all seriousness, I mean, he, you know, Candyman could end up killing the tall man, but he's just going to keep coming back. You know, he's just going to keep I coming know. through those portals. How would you defeat the Candyman, though? That's that's the thing. I just right, that's too. why I'd say he'd, he'd, have, he'd probably have to imprison him. He, how how would you imprison him though? Because really, I mean, Candyman, you just have to say his name three times, and he shows up and kills you. But if you if when you add an interdimensional travel, would you be able to summon him from a different 
dimension and several different pocket dimensions? I don't know. That's a good question. That's why that is a good question. <laughs> I'm legitimately wanting to know this. <laughs> How would you defeat the candy man? How would you defeat the tall man? How would they defeat each I'm other? I'm telling you, you just got to go back before everything happened to cause him to become candy man. Kill him when he's in his mom's oh, fucking womb. Like kill him in the past and he yeah. won't become Candyman. Exactly. But wait a minute, though. I mean, he died the first time and he became Candyman. So how would that not repeat itself? Uh, because kill him when he's in his mother's womb. He never has a chance to live then. And for all you those events my, to unfold for him to become the candy. That's a cop out. That's a cop out answer. Hey, right, hey. So, right, let's let's just entertain this for a second. What's to <laughs> stop someone else from taking becoming the new candy man? It's because yeah, you know, that's true. Tra- tragic shit happens to everybody, you know. Yeah, so. it's true. If you're going by some weird time travel laws like the Terminator franchise does, which is all over the place. You don't, according to them, even though the original two movies was, you know, there's no fate but what you make, but then the mm-hmm. sequels or anything else is like, no, nah, it's going to happen anyway. So, so there's going to be a can. So, according to that, there will be a candy man. <laughs> <laughs> so, and we don't know how the rules of time travel in the Phantasm franchise really works because, yeah, because they didn't really ex- explain it a whole lot. So, nah, especially in Ravager when you have like three different realities going on at the same time. Yep. That's very so again, true. How, how would one get defeated and the other? <laughs> well, I'll leave that up to you to figure out for yourselves because I don't know. <laughs> I didn't think that far ahead. I know you, you're lazy, you know that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, I appreciate that. <laughs> Just kidding. Lazy. You know what, though? What would be cool is have, like, the bees fight the balls, though. That would be cool. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> How are you going to drill into a bee's brain? You can't. It's too small. Tiny balls. <laughs> <laughs> they shoot out tiny little balls out of the big balls yeah. that attach to the bees. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Really, this is a matchup that I don't think has any type of real ending because of the abilities of of Candyman or the Tall Man because it's all like, you know, how many times they took out the Tall Man, you know, they thought they finally finished him off, you know, like mm-hmm. like in the first movie, you know, it's like use extreme cold and then and then they put the put their hands on the on the prongs and to stop stop the power, stop the dimension yep. doorway. But not part two, you know, they, he doesn't even get stopped in part two. (laughs) He's driving the car at the, uh, it's like, it's just a dream. Yeah. No, it's not. Then, you know, they get pulled out by the dwarves and in credits part three, you know, he comes out of the doors and when he says, it's all over, it's all over. He's like, it's never over. (laughs) And part four, he just walks through the gate again and then five has one of the most confusing endings of the franchise (laughs) (laughs) so Candyman keeps coming back too I mean you know yeah he basically turned Virginia Madison basically got turned into another version of him or basically say he's bright or something you know in part two and you know part three I mean 
So how how would you end this? You brought this up. You have to think about this, Isaiah. This was your idea. Well, These two icons are your idea. I don't have an answer. I gave you my answer. Tall man would go back in time and just kill him before he could ever have a chance to become Candyman. We, we already discussed you can't do that. Oh, I can do whatever I want. It's my imagination. Your, imagina- <laughs> your imagination is lazy. Okay? We got to th- work this out now. No, I'm just not overthinking it. I think there is no ending to this because I don't think there is either, honestly, because you could have hundreds of different endings for this type of matchup because of how weird it is. You're you're gonna have Reggie and the gang somehow banish them to their own realms for a time being. They're not defeated. It's just Mm -hmm. a it's a tie. Okay. See this this is why we don't let Isaiah pick the topics. Hey, I didn't pick the topic. I'm just trying to contribute. And then we're we thinking of letting him contribute. <laughs> <laughs> it is a tough one. I mean, it's hard. How do you do Candyman and Tallman? Yeah, it really is. Well, what do you got, Mark? I don't know. I mean, I was trying to think, you know, a little outside the box as much as I could and try to like, I was thinking like theming them together. So I was thinking, what would it look like if it was Art the Clown versus Twisty the Clown? Ooh. Oh, fuck. That could be cool. Yeah, right? Because <laughs> they're both kind of... uh they're both sort of undead, right? Yeah, they're both kind of like undead or other otherworldly. Um, yeah, that could actually be kind of cool. Art creeps me out more. I'm going with art. <laughs> art, art, I think, is, is definitely creepy, more. But I think, I think Twisty creeps me out more than Art does. Twisty doesn't have a fucking jaw, dude. True. <laughs> I don't know. There's just art, something. Art, art would just rub poop in his face and then <laughs> get it infected. I just picture a scene where they're both happy and having fun and playing with each other, and then one of them does something that the other one doesn't like, and they have like a temper tantrum. (laughs) God, that would be great. Twisty would have the temper tantrum, in my opinion. Art wouldn't. Art seemed pretty chill during the whole thing, during all of Terrifier. Uh, he, He had like an attitude about him. Like the the just the look of like I'm tired of your bullshit constantly. Yeah. I don't know. I'd have to if I was to pick a winner, I'd probably have to pick Art because he just yeah. seems so much more brutal. But that could also be because he's, you know, on a movie and not restricted by the television the uh, broadcasting company. True. As far as gore and everything goes. But as far as what we've seen, I'd have to pick Art. And I'd say he'd he'd have to do it in some overly brutal way because Twisty's such a powerful force. So I'm thinking maybe smashing his head in with a sledgehammer or, you know, something extremely blunt, just beating him to death or Mm -hmm. maybe maybe even decapitating him somehow. Thank you, TNT sensors. <laughs> God, that's a good one, though. I, I, I didn't even think about that because I, 
I don't like to forget that Art the Clown exists because it's one of my new favorite villains, but it's it's easy sometimes to forget that because he's such a new character that he's, he's one to really kind of keep your eyes on with regards to everything. My God, I would I would have to go with Art too. Um, I I just think he's just the more brutal of the two overall, and just how sadistic he is. Whereas Twisty's sadistic, but I don't think he's quite as sadistic as Art is, in just how like uh, evil Art is. Yeah, I'd agree. in comparison, I think Twisty just wants to you know just wants to live like a child and when something gets in his way of doing that or you know somebody says no i don't want to play with you or something like that then he just goes off his rocker yep agreed yeah he's definitely got that more childlike tendency to him okay so how about this we'll we'll do one of the big ones now michael versus jason jason I will fight till my dying breath and say Jason. And my reasoning behind it is if you watch the movies and watch the mannerisms of Michael, he doesn't, he doesn't come one iota near the fucking power and force of Jason. Mm. He, he moves slow. He doesn't, he, he, he can't like move heavy objects out of his way. Like Jason does. He just doesn't have the unstoppable force he just has the never stop coming mm-hmm. uh, trait more than anything. Michael walked through a locked glass door. True, and I mean, he got so blown the fuck so up, Jason, and he just so walked so out Jason, of the room. Had, so is Jason, but I mean, you know, Michael does have strength. I meant comp- as far as compared to Jason, I don't think it's even close. I Which mean, version Jason, of Michael? Though we have different versions of Michael. Uh, as a whole. I mean, as a whole, I mean, I mean, Jason walked through a solid oak door, which I would say is a lot harder than a glass door. Michael did burst through, uh, or he broke through uh, a locked in Curse of Michael Myers, that deadbolt door they he punched through. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm just I'm just presenting, uh, you know, scenarios and facts here. I'm not saying one or the other right now. I'm just I'm just throwing stuff out here to get everybody to think. Like, you know, because you have you have Jason, I mean, Jason, you have Michael, the the, the shape from the from the original Halloween, 1978 John Carpenter classic. It's just the evil force of nature. Just a regular looking guy with a mask on. Uh, same with the sequel, does some more outlandish slasher stuff, but still a good sequel. Starting with the fourth movie is when we get into, like, crazy territory, and then, you know, part five, we have the thorn introduced and curse... You you have the Thorn version of Michael, and then you have the H two O version, which I don't even know what to think of H two O version to be honest, because he's like different from what we saw in the first movie. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, it's not, it's not the same. No, and then we not. have well, well, Resurrection Michael got beat up by Buster Rhymes, so that's we just forget about that. Um. So, uh, <laughs> and, then, and then you have overly big remake Michael, and then we have 2018 Michael. Yeah. So I mean, you're you're saying just as a whole, even with like 
I would say Thorn Curse Michael would be the strongest Michael, obviously, because right. he's got all that supernatural mumbo jumbo stuff. Um, but would Thorn Curse Michael be able to take on Jason? So, which, which Jason, because you know, I mean, Jason before he became an undead zombie was pretty strong, but. He was still a human until he got killed in part four. Right. Uh, so I, I'm just saying if they came like locked, like in a physical uh, contest, uh huh. I think Jason comes out on top and this isn't factoring in any like environmental scenarios or any other uh, variables that could be going on. But that's just my opinion. And I think, to to keep it more uh comparable you'd probably i'd say you probably have to keep it to human jason mm-hmm. okay and even then i think the part four jason was one of if not the most brutal jason in any movie i think that was angry jason is what i would call him yeah yeah he was full on rage mode yeah. he had full control of his you know his uh his strength he he you know the he wasn't like skittish to pain because he was just so fucking angry so you're so are okay so you're saying part four jason basically human jason yeah against what which michael though like any michael or i'd say i'd say he could take on any michael any michael yeah yeah but, and I'm trying to keep my bias out of it because I, I prefer the Friday films more. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Michael always struck me more as just unrelenting more than unstoppable. Okay. Okay. That's, yeah, I can see I that. Like yeah, I mean, it would be a good fight between... Final chapter, Jason, and Thorn part six, Michael. I think that could be a pretty good pretty good matchup there. Especially if you go with the theatrical of part six when he just yes. massacred all those doctors with that with that surgical machete or whatever it was and just right. geez, went to town. I think that's the most brutal we've ever seen Michael do anything. Yeah. <laughs> I think part six was the most brutal we've ever seen Michael, period. Mm-hmm. Electrocuting people, their heads explode. Freaking massacring the 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 surgical room, and just darn. Yeah, yeah, that could that guy, basically broke that guy's neck, but also like basically ripped his head off essentially with his <laughs> right hand. That spine I, popping I, out. I, I, if we're if we're going part four, Jason, and and, and part six, Michael, that's tough because they're both freaking brutal yeah so if you're taking the brutal of both that's gonna be a tough it says michael has is basically has that supernatural curse on him for that version of michael i don't Mm -hmm. i don't know I, i would have to go with with michael in that scenario part six michael i just see him as uber strong i don't know Right. That's a tough 
It it is hard because uh, that's, that's a thin that's a thin line with me right there. I don't know. Right? I mean, I would, I would, I would just. I'm looking at the brutality, and I'm just saying, you know, I think part six, J- Michael was more brutal than part four, Jason. I would have to go with part six, Michael. But that that's still mm-hmm. that's a tough. That's all it comes down to is just the brutality. Yeah, at that point, I can see that. I, I could go either way, honestly, with that one. Now that I yeah, think about hard. it, um, but that yeah, that that's actually a good one. Um, because normally I would just go straight Jason, but factoring in those things, yeah, with those particular versions, yeah, that gets very very close. Definitely, that was a good one. <laughs> that that's one that really made us think a little bit. What what about Freddie and Pinhead? Um, both I'd probably go. Yeah, both re- both three humans before they got transferred into transformed into their. Well, the- my number one question before I can even figure out who I think would win is how do they meet? Because you know, Freddy's in not in a different dimension; he's in the physical dimension, but he's in the the dream space or dreamscape or however you want to say it, right? We're we're just doing icons versus icons, so just they they're they're up against each other. But I, well, I was just trying to does Freddie have full faculty of like his teleportation and his illusions and all this and that? That is actually uh, a good a good factor because if he doesn't, then obviously Pinhead th- all the way. Yeah, then he's fucked. Yeah, both 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 powered. Pinhead Cause, has because. Because Pinhead is, he's more intelligent, I think, mm-hmm. and and he has uh, minions to fight with him, and he's less and... emotional. He had, he's really not. He had, well, yeah, in the, he... first, in the first two movies, he's less emotional. Then filmmakers decided, you know what? Forget the origins and how everything was established. Let's just let's just do our own thing, right? Eventually, <laughs> so. They they the, that franchise became a mess overall. I mean it's it's uh, it's true. But uh, let's let's go with basically what we know about Pinhead from the first two movies. Not emotional. He's got he's got his Cenobites with him, and you have Freddy, who's Freddy. Right. If that's the case, then I would probably go with Pinhead. Um, just because I think he could probably play some. Because honestly, Pinhead can really play some good psychological games right up there with Freddy, and I I bet you he could get under Freddy's skin. Uh, even with even going, uh, I would say Part Five Pinhead Inferno would be the same Pinhead from one and two. So mm-hmm. I would agree. I would say Pinhead. I love my Freddy, but you know I love my Pinhead too, and you know Pinhead's just more intelligent and yeah, it can easily. I think make- he'd crack Freddy. I really yeah, do. Yeah, he can, he can crack Freddy and make Freddy go nuts, and uh, Freddy would lose lose everything to anger, or whatever you know you can say. And so Pin, Pinhead would come out on top in that. Leprechaun versus Chucky, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, I I'd, I'd I'd say Pinhead, but I, I could see certain circumstances where Freddy could come out on top. Yeah, I mean it's not it's not like a complete wash. I would say right. Yeah, I'm sure I'm there's Pinhead. 
It just makes more sense in my brain. I hear that. But I also hear Mark too. But I, I, I would definitely go with Pinhead on that. But All right. Chucky versus Leprechaun. <laughs> 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 Who would win? I say okay. Leprechaun because he's I'd got say... powers. <laughs> Just right there off the top. He's got powers. I, I say Chucky. Because if we're going off of the most recent uh, cult of Chucky, there technically now there's an army of Chuckies in the world. It's true. Leprechaun, Leprechaun has powers. He can like kill them with his powers easily. We've seen him blow women up. <laughs> we've seen him. We've seen him freaking um, make his gold appear in a guy's stomach and then rip it out. Just, I mean, and he's got strength too. Yeah, he ripped a guy's finger off in part two. And Leprechaun's more inventive. I would just say Leprechaun. Chucky's the better franchise, obviously, but right. <laughs> If we're going with abilities here, it's got to be Leprechaun, in, in my opinion. What do you think, Mark? I say, I, like I said, I still think uh, if we're going off of the, uh, even with the power, I mean, his he, he can't just snap a finger and they're just instantly dead. I don't think. Have you seen the Leprechaun movies? Yes, I have. <laughs> That's basically <laughs> what happens. <laughs> uh, so, but you still got to figure it's just regular people that beat him every time. Just mm-hmm. regular people. And, I mean... Well, the, the thing with the Leprechaun, though, is that most of the movies are set in their own continuity, except for Leprechaun Returns, which is an actual sequel to the original. Right. So they have they you have different mythologies for each one to to defeat him. You know, like you know, the first one is the 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 four leaf clover. Second one was wrought iron, which is actually part of the the myth for fairies and 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 things like that. From uh, third movie, you know, they had where they had to destroy his gold. So I mean, you know, part four they. Well, part four was in space. You know, they just <laughs> shot him into space. Right. <laughs> in the hood, he didn't get defeated. In the hood was just weird. That was a, such a bizarre movie. I don't know what to think of. Yeah. Back back to the hood. I I don't remember how they defeated him. I I honestly don't remember. <laughs> it's been a lot of times I watched that one anyway. Yeah. But um. Eh. So, I mean, you have different continuities with how you can defeat them. So, I mean, of course, so if you're going with just just basic abilities, you could just kill Chucky. I mean, because all you have to do is kill the doll Chucky, and that doll's dead. Even with an army of Chucky's, you know, that doll's dead. Yeah. So, I just have to go with Leprechaun. He has the advantage. He can snap his fingers and snap their necks rip their heads off or rip them apart where they can't they can't you know because Chucky doesn't regenerate I mean it seems it seems like now Chucky has almost like a body jumping ability like he can inhabit other bodies also it's like he's splitting his soul is what he's doing and those are and those splits are splitting their souls it's 
because because remember in cult of chucky it wasn't it's it's not like the same characters those three dolls when they were talking to each other they're talking to each other as individuals it's like it's like the main chucky the 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 one with the head at andy's house is like the original chucky and all these other chuckies are basically just doppelganger gangers but they have their own ability they have like their own personalities it's not it's not like it's the same chucky it's right like, it's just split off so i mean so I, I just had to go with leprechaun it just makes sense to me this <clears throat> i think that's a good place to stop <laughs> i think i think we got some good ones there <laughs> well we would love to hear what you guys think you, you can always reach out to us through our social media we are on instagram twitter and facebook all at cls podcast We'd love to know what you guys think. Are there any other ones that you'd love to see face up and fight? And who do you think would win? Let us know. We'll see you guys <laughs> next week. Thanks for joining us today for the CLS podcast. Check us out at www.clspodcast.com or join in the conversation on social media with the hashtag CLS podcast. Until next time. Stay safe, campers.